as yet nobody welcomes you to the newly expanded Get This with Tony Martin and Ed Cavalli. Oh, good morning, everyone. Have you received an ill-advised text message from a footballer? Uh, oh, yeah. There's a lot of them going around. Oh, the phones have gone crazy. Uh, hello there. All jokes must go. It's Friday. It's the jockey with the shonky urine. Find out more. Okay. Ed convinces one of the world's top fashion gurus oh, yeah. to help design the creations for mm-hmm. our upcoming Birdman mm-hmm. rally. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Other stuff. <laughs> I love how you've typed that phrase out, too. <laughs> the kiddies, they're getting older, younger, and yep. this apparently makes it easier to sell them a mobile phone or an yep. Xbox or a car. Yep. Hey, what did the jockey hide in his pants? Looks like we've gone for the big story. <laughs> we've got so the same We've one. both gone for it. It's a biggie. <laughs> Comedian Craig Eagle is going to be here to good. possibly help us answer that question. As he says... And David Hicks is on the show. Oh, good on him. What's he doing? Balloon animals? <laughs> Uh, it's all on the Friday edition of Get This, where, as Ed says, all jokes must go, no matter how shoddy or poorly constructed. But don't worry, listeners, no one's going to get hurt. Well, they certainly shouldn't be spooked or panicked. Everlasting love, that's what we like to uh, kick off the Friday edition of Get This Around the Nation with here on Triple M. No matter where you're listening, it's Triple M with myself, Tony Martin. It's Ed Cavalier, still eating. <laughs> Richard Marsland, still pushing buttons. Are we ready to go? I'm doing my vocal warm-ups this morning. Make sure there's no accidents on the program. She sells seashells by the seashore. He sells keyboards to Nick Kershaw. We're ready to go. Right. Bang, out of the blocks. Lip loosener. I know that you have been receiving more disturbing text messages. Now, text messages. It's a big one for text messages today. Oh, the footballers love a text message or two. God, I love them. This is, I mean, football season is good. Yeah. But footballer antics season? Yeah. I have no idea what they do in those games. No. They just run around the field. <laughs> to me, it looks like the same bit of footage every time with different <laughs> costumes. <laughs> but I love the gear in the nightclubs. <laughs> so you think it's always, it, to you, it always just looks like a production of the Mikado yeah. done in different parts of the world? That's exactly what it looks like to me. It's wow. like I'm dyslexic when I look at footage mm. of sports. Mm. But oh, the antics off field. So good. Text messages, so headbutts. Good. <laughs> yep. Feuds. Plenty of that later. Yep. I mean, I understand why our ratings went down. It's because Daniel Kerr kept on hopping on the bonnets of cars and ripping off aerials. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Is Give yourself right? a bo- All jokes must go today, Rich. Well, I'm getting rid of them. That one's gone. Good. Hey, uh, But you're receiving disturbing phone calls, are you not? Still from Carl Stefanovic. Uh, look, look, this one. Uh, just, just look, this is a... I've had a few messages mm. overnight. Rich, yeah. just play the first one. Pretty... You have okay. one new message. Mm. I cut this bit out. I can just excuse the first. Mystifying. He says, "My mum rang. My mum didn't ring you, Carl. It just me. He's trying to get in my family. Yeah, it. Don't. The the bit where it says you have received messages was longer than the message itself. It was. He's like that. Uh, But the thing is, Tony, he's taking your advice. My advice. And he's he's giving me a a few calm ones before the fruit starts. Oh. This was your advice yesterday. (laughs) Because have a listen to what he sent later on. Yeah. Yeah. This just I'll cut this out when it goes to air. Cut this bit out. When it goes to air, we'll be there. Now, yeah. now that's <laughs> is, that's a bit much. That's getting more explicit. Is, is that, uh, that's only at nine oh two a.m. It's straight uh, off. Starting the day with a smile. As soon as he gets off air, bang! Yeah. But it'll all come to fruition in the third one. Is there a third one? <laughs> you haven't got a third one. <laughs> Comedy happens in threes. Ed. Did you know that? Did you not get the guidebook? <laughs> Wow. Well, it's, it's got the comedy K with Carl, so you're halfway there. <laughs> Let's get to big news, shall we? What about this story? It's which... hard to get any of him because they're always talking over the top of each other. Yeah. The banter's so witty. and, and Now and, and... you see what my life is like. <laughs> it's, it's impossible. Yeah. Every time he starts, then the other one's like, and that, that news person's chiming in with some yeah. nonsense about chocolates from Adelaide. It's impossible to get a clean grab of the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah well. That's right. It's panning for gold, buddy. <laughs> Spend a whole Sunday just hoping for John Howard to say, I will look into that moth. <laughs> this is our opening break. Can ah! you believe that? A Toowoomba jockey 
<laughs> has been found. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, he's been stood down. Can a jockey be stood down? Stood up, <laughs> I would have thought. Uh, pending further investigations by Queensland racing stewards after being caught using a sex aid to provide a false urine sample. Uh, the man was one of 19 track riders and jockeys nabbed in a drug raid by stewards at Toowoomba's Clifford Park Racecourse on Tuesday. Stewards uh, became suspicious of the jockey when he attempted to give a urine sample. They caught him squeezing urine from a dildo concealed in his pants. Jeez. A jockey with a dildo hidden in his pants. There's the next husband for Britney Spears, I would have thought. <laughs> He's got everything, that bloke. Well, what a scam. Well, the steward that caught him, his name is John Hackett, and it yeah. says here that in, in this paper that I have, it says that Warrington was armed with a sex toy filled with another person's urine made out. He uh, made out he was providing his own sample in front in front of Queensland racing steward uh, John Hackett. Right. Hackett noticed Warrington's clumsy and awkward attempts to provide the, sa- <laughs> the sample and moved in for a closer examination. I wondered why the... <laughs> the, the, the subject's genitals were buzzing. <laughs> Hackett was uh, quoted as saying, I never thought it would happen to me. <laughs> oh, no. It's ready for but, a penthouse forum. <laughs> need a Boeing. Oh, you want a Boeing? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Rehearsal, maybe? <laughs> it's our opening segment. Yeah. Why... Uh, is the jockey the one providing the sample? Surely the horse really is the one. Oh, wait, what? You're oh, right. I don't yeah. quite understand what... Okay, so what, what do the what jockeys possibly do? need to be tested? What are they taking that can give them, you know... Yeah, you're right. ...more go in the race? Silk? <laughs> injecting silk? Uh, oh, what? You know, I understand the horse may have been injected with something, but yeah. what's the jockey taking? That's true. Mm. I've got to tell you, around the corner from my place, this is very strange, strip of shops, and in the middle of them is, is a jockey outfit store. <laughs> no way. Oh, yes. Open 24 hours, strangely. <laughs> um, but very, very odd. I mean, mm. you, like all kinds of small men walking in there, you know, yeah. trying on the silks. <laughs> kidding. Yeah, no, it's, it's jockey wear. Yeah. Jockey wear. Jockey wear. Just Ideal for office. concealing dildos, <laughs> <I> say. <laughs> Extra dildo room. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. What are the jockeys doing? How are they getting... Ahead, what drug are they taking that gives a jockey, so to speak, the leg up in the racing caper? Yeah. You haven't thought of that, have you, Ed? You're just eating an apple. That's your answer. You're eating an apple. You know what we're going to do? We're going to celebrate Fashion Week properly because this story about the jockey silk shop, Mm -hmm. that's as close as we've got to actual fashion here on Fashion Week. Great. This is Fashion Week. We've done nothing for it. I'm wearing culottes. We are going to fashion this show up. It is going to be looking so swish, and that's going to be next on Get This. Oh, it is a top story. Thank you very much, Wolf Mother. But the story that's stuck in my head is you've got this jockey mm-hmm. in Queensland. Mm-hmm. He's got a dildo in his pants. Mm-hmm. How's the urine coming out of it? Has he had to be up all night with a, a drill? He has. He's hollowed it out. Yeah. He's hollowed out a dildo. They'll do it for you at the jockey store if you ask. <laughs> is but it a jockey-sized so- dildo? No, this is the thing. I mean, the guy's hung like a jockey, you know? <laughs> Huge and rubber. Um, and you've got to... Uh, see, he... <laughs> That's what first alerted them. So he wandered in, you know, and he was swinging like a grandfather clock. Yeah. Really? Through the silks. Okay. And that's, see, that's what's got Hackett's attention. That's why he's gone in for a closer look. And then he's realised, and he feels embarrassed, so he's tried to bust it. But what drugs is he taking? I mean, Oh, Tony, I've had the whole song. Steroids. I've had the whole song to yeah. think of it, and yeah. I still don't have any idea. But that apple's coming along. <laughs> steroids, that would just make you bigger. That's not good for a jockey. Yeah. They yeah. to take the weight off. Yeah. Okay. By the end of the show, we'll nut this one out. Yeah. In the meantime, all right. Fashion... Hang on a second. Let's just let's just let's what? just clarify the parameters. Yeah. <laughs> what we're looking for is what a jockey, big dildo in hand, hollowed out dildo that he's stayed up all, stayed up all night working on in hand, just drilling, drilling, tiny <laughs> jockey hands. <laughs> is what kind of drug is he taking? Yeah. To keep himself small and angry. <laughs> okay. This. I think we abandoned this topic. We've got to get on to the Birdman Rally. And I'd like to uh, mention Melbourne people, if you're listening in Melbourne. uh, Comedian Scott Pollard. I've never heard of Scott Pollard. I haven't seen him. But he's doing an interesting show tonight, 7 o'clock at the bar open. It's a comedy show about the Birdman Rally. He entered the rally in 2004 as a transformer and delighted the crowd by transforming from a robot into a jet before his jump. You know That's what, the Pollard? subject of his show. All the money goes to Starlight Foundation. Where, where are we talking? Right. Tonight? This, in I'm Melbourne, there. bar I am, open, I am, 7 o'clock. I am there. Really? Oh, yeah. Mm. 
Oh, yeah. That's next week material taken care of. <laughs> no, <laughs> no I, I don't do that. I would never do that. <laughs> next week's material taken care of. That's usually what you say when the sandwich guy leaves. <laughs> I would never. I, I just want to say I would never do that. Mm. I would never. No. What? Well, Nick jokes from someone. Oh, I, oh, oh that was your plan. All right. No, well, I wouldn't. I know you're working on something for our Birdman rally. Am fashion I? wise. Uh, we're trying to get an international fashion guru to come in and try and supervise. Terrific. So I understand uh, yesterday. I Ed, had an interview. Yeah. Mm. Ed Cavalier met with international fashion guru Todd Felcher. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for um, taking the time to see me. That's great. Look, um, what exactly is this about? Um, okay, it's a Birdman rally. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we've got a jetty. Yeah, look, uh, I've done a lot of this before. Oh, really? Which, yeah. one, which ones? I did a, a rally in uh, Milan last year for Karl Lagerfeld. Oh, yeah? Cool. Yeah. What was it called? Uh, that was Armed Bird. Oh, uh, yeah, good. Yeah, I think you saw that. The footage of uh, Giselle, a lot oh, of models yeah. just cascading off a wharf. Into the Mediterranean in spectacular Givenchy gowns, which I'd modified to make them more aerodynamic. What did you do to modify them? I just got like old sort of magnificent men and their flying machines kind of by wings and just put them on there. A lot of body glitter and uh, the whole Baz Luhrmann red curtain deal. Because uh, a lot of the people that we have just put cereal boxes on their arms. It's very poor. You think? Well, I just think, you know, we can't have Nicole just a couple of Cocoa Pops boxes just leaping off the but, jetty. I mean, what's Hugh Jackman going to be wearing? Just a bath towel around his neck. That doesn't say Rowdy Roustabout to me. Well, what does say Rowdy Roustabout? Let's say that Richard Marsland was going to enter, and yeah. he's called his entry uh, the dick that can fly. <laughs> right. What would you do for that? Look, I've seen Marsland, and I just think, oh, completely minimalist. No wings, no uh, structure, or just completely nude, I would say. Nude? I think. Would you paint him at all? I would uh, paint him, but not as part of the rally. Just, you know, it's just behind the scenes. There's a lot that goes on. All right, so let's say one word or one sentence to describe the event. Peter Foster. He's got Birdman Couture down to the basics. And that's what I want to see down under. I mean, I don't want to see guys as, you know, in a stack of tires like you might see in Europe. What about the homemade contraption? You know, made entirely of kind of fake feathers, Wright Brothers style, as if it was a hang glider. I saw some of that in Oslo in 94. Oh. And, you know, you get a lot of distance, but you don't get a lot of points from the editors at Vogue, if you know what I'm saying. I, I mean, you can't wear that stuff anywhere. So you're saying we should leap off the jetty yeah. and then straight out of the river... Straight up the red carpet. And into a... A huge pile of cocaine. I don't know. It's whatever you want to do. I mean, that's what fashion is about. Look, I've done so many of these events lately. I've had people leaping off jetties. I've had people bursting out of cakes completely naked, save for a, a tiny replica of the nation of Liechtenstein. Oh. Uh, I've had people fighting, just fighting with uh, custard pies constantly fighting and, and dogs attacking them and just eating just anything. Uh, a whole sort of bacchanal, sort of uh, Peter Greenaway kind of a thing. I, I've and, done all of that. Okay, and what was that event? That was Anna Nicole Smith's funeral. But, I mean, I don't know if that's what you're going to be looking for. For Project Birdman down under, when are we doing this? Uh, look, it can start almost immediately. Right. Um, we've got Capril that we need to get through. Yeah, I've seen some very poor designs for Capril. Really? I think you've really got to get more swirl. There's uh, not yes. enough swirl. There's too much superhero awkwardness, boxiness. I want to see more swish, more swirl. Well, we've got pre-ops Tranuary. Yeah, I was part of that. How'd you go? I'm struggling, I have to say. Well, you look lovely. <laughs> what a great rack you have, may I say, sir. Thank you. It's all real. And that Richard Marsland, I mean, mm. is he single? Yes, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, he has a girlfriend. Yeah, that's kind of a fake lavender deal you've got going for your show. Yeah, it? he's lavender ass. Okay. Well, I'll see you down under. Thank you so much for your time. I'm really looking forward to it. The people there are so friendly. I got a text message today from Lance Whitnall. Oh, he's a lovely guy. Have a look at that. Dear, whoa, whoa, he yeah. is not happy. It's mostly asterisks. Yeah, I think those are swear words. I can't wait to get down there. Mm. <laughs> okay, on board. I think he's onto something, that uh, bloke.
Felcher. Yeah. I mean, I always know when something's up when you two go to the production studio for about an hour and I don't see you. Why am I suspicious? Ah, Rich, you love it. It's great. And hey. then we have to make sure Matt doesn't put it in until just before the show goes to air so that you haven't had a chance to listen to it like you try to every day. You do, don't you? That's an interesting idea he's on to, functional. Mm. Yeah. So we want craft that you can not only jump into the sea wearing... <laughs> You could just wear to the movie. Straight to work. Yeah. <laughs> a great a Birdman rally on the way to work. Functional. Functional and wearable. <laughs> That's what we're looking for. And aerodynamic. <laughs> plenty Om, of... Om de bird. <laughs> 07. Plenty of back lift. Updraft? Yeah. What's updraft? Yep. Is that a term? I don't know. It is now. Uh, it's all happening in Fashion Week. Here again, this. Oh, this very fashion week. It's uh, Frankie Goes to Hollywood mm. here at Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. Uh, What's their story, Rich? Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Yeah. How did, oh, yeah? They, how did they come up with that, you know? Oh, I'm, not, I'm not sure. I have no idea. I don't know. I, no I really, idea. I don't really want to know too much about Frankie Goes to Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it's the big rock trivia brat with Alan Bro. Yeah, but I'm pretty it's sure. It's a brat. It's a full-on brat. <laughs> oh, my goodness. With Alan Bow on Tuesday's show. Yeah. And you mm. just don't care. I mean, what say well, that was one of the questions. Please, listeners, email us in with mm. really tough mm. rock trivia questions mm-hmm. for Tuesday's program. Go to the Get This website. Okay. Send them in. Nicky, you've got to keep them away from Marsland because he'll try and cheat. He will. <laughs> Where's that come from? And I, yeah. yeah, it comes from you listening to the clips before the show, which mm-hmm. you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, yeah, we're going to need some toughies. Okay. Yeah. What's your fa- which, which, which band would you say you knew the most about? Tidlids? Tin lids, uh, I reckon. Is that what you said? Yeah. Uh, no, probably pavement. I mean, we've talked hey, about. Hey, can we have uh, some email music? Give us sure. some email music, okay. and let's get into the emails. You mentioned pavement. You mentioned them once on the show. Yeah. The pavement fans are on the ball. Yeah. Tom is saying, "Hey, Richard keeps going on about crooked rain, crooked rain. What about Zowie Wowie? Wasn't it Wowie Zowie? It was Wowie Zowie. That's Great. a fantastic album. It is a really good album. We That's dance. been schmicked up." Grave Architecture, AT&T, lots of songs that will never get played on this station. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> that one's on there, isn't it? Flux Equals Rad. Oh, there's a big-ass fancy special edition of that album with a book. Oh, go and get that. Yeah, it's a great album, and thank you for bringing it up. Uh, Wowie Zowie, great cover art. It's a slacker white album. There's so much on there. That's yeah. what it is. You know, Jive Bunny, let's chat about that. Yep. Okay, so if, as long as the questions are about <laughs> pavement of band that Triple M don't play... Yeah. We're going to be sweet. Is that it, is it? Well, I'm home free. The thing is, they've had no real hits, so I understand why. Cut your hair. Well, Jive Bunny's had a couple of hits. <laughs> that yeah. was a big you hit, know. that one. one Absolutely. Two, one, nice two, one, two, one, one. Hey? Yeah. <laughs> it was no tub-thumping song, obviously. <laughs> All right, uh, more emails. Hector uh, writes in at my MySpace and says, uh, have you guys seen... Oh, no, he's just watched... Am- uh, what am I talking about? Amazon Women on the Moon. Yes, oh, very the first fine sketch. Movie. Now, what happens in the first sketch... Uh, That's the one with Arsenio Hall coming home and he uh, tries to open a can of beer and like a fire hose worth of water goes out in his face. Amazing. Now, (laughs) and he's asking, who is that actor? Arsenio Hall. Correct. Thank you, Hector. Keep up the good work. All right. Now, hey, it's funny you mentioned that film. Yeah, why is that? Amazon Women on the Moon, because I think my favourite sketch from that film is... uh, It's the guy walking into the train yard (laughs) and the guy's playing dice. Hey? No, what's that one? Uh, you got to watch it. (laughs) Really? Yeah. No, the one I like is uh, The Black Without Soul. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Don Simmons. The black guy in a sort of... um, Turtleneck, isn't it? Turtleneck singing. Move turtleneck. Jeremiah was a bullfrog. (laughs) That's very funny. That guy, David Alan Greer, who plays The Black Without Soul, Don Simmons, is... He's the... He's the host of Thank God, God You're Here in America, which right. is starting, I wow. think, in a month's time. What a good choice. He'll be great. Yeah, great Look idea. who they've got on. Who they got? Who they got? Frank Woodley. How does he? <laughs> <laughs> gets around. No, Wayne Knight, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Newman from Newman. Seinfeld, yep. and Jason Alexander. Great. Fran Drescher. Oh, okay. Uh, Fred Willard. Oh, oh, he can improve anything. You've oh, got the cast Fred. of Spinal Tap right there, pretty much. Fred uh, Willard, yeah, you're right. Tom Green. Great. And the well-known... You've seen uh, his new internet chat show? I'm too frightened to look at it. I've heard it's good. It's excellent. Yeah, yeah, it's YouTube? Good. One for YouTube. YouTube. Alanis Morissette, the comedy stylings of Alanis Morissette. <laughs> she was, no, she was hilarious and you can't do that on television. Yeah, okay. So right. don't even come the raw prawn with me. And what about the background artists in Thank God You're Here US version? Uh, have you been over there to instruct no, them I, I, I how said to them put on a false moustache? <laughs> 
how to properly get out of the way. Uh, no, we don't get distracted to do that, of course. Um, no, I've, I've sent them an email saying good luck and everything like that. Mm. I'm sure they're awesome. Yeah. I'm sure they're totally awesome. We're really looking forward to seeing the show. Okay. I mean, our mustache work is pretty good. Yeah. You know what I mean? And no one sits in the back like I do <laughs> and, looks, and looks concerned. No. But we'll see how we go. <laughs> Uh, so many emails still coming in about our movie show. Oh, uh, yeah. Andrew says, uh, love the movie shows. Um, saw a great horror movie in the late 70s called, <laughs> <laughs> called Grizzly. And was that the last one he saw? <laughs> Apparently did he stop after that? He that couldn't, he it's went, no Grizzly. The car can't be better than Grizzly. Has right. anyone heard of it? Uh, yes, that was a big debate. And probably the entire time I was at primary school yep. in the <laughs> 1970s, the biggest single debate was... <laughs> Jaws versus Grizzly, oh. which was better? Oh. Well, Grizzly wins hands down. Well, time's told on that one. <laughs> and it was like it was a lot of thoughtful kids standing around going, "Well, Jaws has got the bit where the severed head appears, mm, mm. but uh, Grizzly's got the bit where the bear swipes off the horse's head." Oh, that's yeah. so true. It so was true. like the movie show every day <laughs> over Redskins. <laughs> uh, but we we at, at my school mm. the uh, ooh. Have I forgotten what I was going to say? Probably. It's I mean, Friday. It's certainly. It's, it's no... Well, yeah. You're about to say alligator v piranha? No, no. No, I remember. <laughs> when we worked at the video store, we were bored one day, and we decided that we'd try and play a joke on the customers. So we really? thought we, there was a few videos that had never, ever, ever rented out. Yeah, yeah. And one of them was called White Dog, right. which is about a oh. dog. You haven't seen it, Rich. I think I've heard of it. Yeah, nobody's seen it. <laughs> uh, and we, anyway, we got it from the back, and it was about a dog that was trained to... Oh, a... this is a Samuel Fuller film, possibly his last movie. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's... With Christy McNichol. Well, that, all of these, all <laughs> empty nest. Is that the one? Yeah, from family. <laughs> all of these stunning facts failed to ignite the interest of the Rose Bay locals, <laughs> right? And I, I wrote that empty nest, star of empty nest on the cover. So what we did is we dragged it out of the weeklies, cleaned up the cover, yeah. put a brand new overnight sticker on it, and stuck it in the middle of the new releases and, and see how work? long it took. It, yeah, someone took it. Someone took it home and came back and said, you know, this is the worst movie I've ever seen in my whole life. And then we had to, they went on and on and on about it. Where was this person from? Oh, somewhere. Rose Bay. Uh, (laughs) Johannesburg, Rose Bay. Uh, and, And we had to give them free videos for three months because uh. they complained every time they came in I'm the person that you played that joke on with the white dog film. so the, the person from so jo- it was funny for us yeah. it was hysterical for us someone from Johannesburg didn't like a film about a dog that's been trying to attack black people that I mean the, I thought you were yeah, hitting I your market there that was the uh, that was the problem there's the inference okay. alright <laughs> I see let's underline the inference thank you, thank you for finding that tone and let's dragging it into the limelight linger at the scene of the accident <laughs> hey did you have someone who'd come into your video shop and because uh, this is what I would do, this was a hobby of mine. <laughs> yeah, I got banned from a few video shops for being caught doing this, mm. uh, getting the most inappropriate film to sneak into the art house section. Caddyshack Two was always <laughs> my favourite. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of policing required. No, we used to do the uh, put the uh, adult film in the kids movie. Oh, yeah. well, that's mm. that's I can't condone that sort of behaviour. <laughs> Not, Not kid- on my watch. No, like Indiana Jones, like the family <laughs> section oh, for yeah, teenagers. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, right. Electric, Electric Blue, you know, seventeen. <laughs> In the cover of uh, Sandlot Kids, everybody wins. How does Nicky Hamilton fit so many fingers onto one hand? <laughs> That's how late we're running. Time uh, for an apple break. I think it is. Here, get this. Get this. Aren't yet capable. Brought to you by James Royce of Adelaide. Often mistaken for medallions of meat, Gregory Fleet. Oh, Triple M. Talking about movies uh, here again. This on Triple M because we're running a bit late. Play some fancy piano. Well done. I'll do the singing what? if you like. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah, all right. Get on with it, the fray. Come on, you can do it. There it is. Bang. How to save a life. Here, get this around the nation on Triple M. I should just mention, we've received a fantastic email from Rob Wright. Hey, Rob. Who says, I was listening to your show the other day. I heard the Bucket Back song. My mother-in-law is the person in your song saying uh, it's not doing my back any good. MC Bucketback is his mother-in-law. Oh, well, I hope her Bucketback's better. I hope so, too. She's very proud of herself. Now she's a big media star. She's a big media star. Having been on the TV and now the radio. She'll be on the catch-up soon. (laughs) She will be. As a columnist. (laughs) Chief Bucketback correspondent. She hasn't seen or heard the... uh, Well, she hasn't seen the story of herself on the news, and now she hasn't heard the song. So if she's listening now, here she is. Yeah. Bucketback. Yeah. The painful condition. Bucket back. 
This is not doing my back any good. Bucket <laughs> back. Experts recommend bucketers bend their knees, twist, keep feet apart, and lighten the load. You ready? Yes. Bucket back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you guys, sure, yeah, bend your knees. Between you and uh, Maddie Dow on the pots and pan, DJ Pots and Pans, right. MC Ricardo, yep. you guys could come out with a Jive Bunny-esque yeah. Mashup of news stories set to dance beats with and a new I, snap. Which which I, oh, you have the new snap or the new black box? One of the two. Might be the new Yaz. Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> got, but they, you guys could release some of that gear, and the kids down at the at the nightclubs, they'd, it. they'd love it. Glow tubes, they'd yeah. love it. All right, okay. Let's see what happens. You know what the kids are up to, Richard? It's food for thought. Uh, Rob Wright's mother-in-law has to be involved though in any appearances at All nightclubs. Right. Oh we'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll burn a copy of that for her. Yeah, yeah MC so that Bucket she back. can, uh, you know. Mm. I hope she's feeling better though. Work up a mime to go with it. MC Bucket back in the Greywater Crew. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> can we please go climbing? Oh. Play this as well. Up, you know where to. Talk back. back. <laughs> yeah, what? That's right. Who I think yeah. you find mountain is where we are. Oh, yeah. Disturbing. Oh, look, it's it's certainly in Melbourne. I'm sure it's around the country as well, mm-hmm. wherever that uh, football is played. Uh, oh, Lance Whitnell. Oh, Lancey boy. Bitter feud between Carlton Captain Lance Whitnell and his bra- uh, brother Shane with uh, death threats allegedly uh, flying between the pair and their wives. The once close uh, blood bond has been ripped apart amidst, this is the uh, Herald Sun speaking, so yeah, yeah, about I was the uh, say. rather purple language. That's okay. Uh, has been ripped apart amidst the stream of abusive text messages and phone calls that yesterday landed the two couples in court. Uh, a lot of allegedly's here, obviously. Yep. Can we just say one for everything? Yeah. <laughs> just here's an allegedly, and you can cut and paste that into every ensuing sentence. Thank you. Lance claims his brother told him he would end up 10 feet under, while Shane alleged Blue uh, warned him he would end up in a body bag. Yeah. The blue, sorry. I hope anything with football yeah, terminology. That's, uh, that's you, the blue because he's that's his team, yeah. is it? Okay. Sorry about this. He's not blue. He's not a Smurf. <laughs> he's not ugly Dave Gray. <laughs> the brothers' wives are equally embroiled in the row. Lance's wife Rhiannon claims Shane's wife Tammy told her uh, she would put her in hospital. Oh. And Shane said but he would bomb her mother's house. Oh, dear. Here's one of the text messages, uh, allegedly from Rhiannon's phone. You just shut the F up. I can get you taken out. You and your family can get effed. Right. Your spelt Y-O-U apostrophe R-E. Oh. And then you've got a fair bit of, uh, I hope you have got health insurance. Now, this just is the language of my family, I have to is say. It? Fuse, is this ringing true? Where it's suddenly kind a of a... Better grammar in your family. No, not at all. Oh. It's it's like a Bogan Sopranos down our way. <laughs> yeah, some tiny little feud about a spilled cup of coffee and suddenly it's, you better get a body bag. Yeah, well, I hope you got health insurance. The but you're death threat, like straight to death threats. But yeah. you're good at... Like, this feud is apparently about some kids not being invited to the zoo. Right, bring out the body bags. Oh, you're going down. <laughs> really? Just over the kids? I hope you've got health insurance. <laughs> This is so such a familiar Christmas. idiom. Really? Absolutely. We've had so many feuds. What about? Uh, I remember one time uh, there was some sort of issue. I can't remember what it was, but the, it resulted in one of my cousins going around to my uncle's house and soaring down a tree. Oh, that'll teach at him. His house, and then the uncle's gone, right, tit for tat. He's gone around, sawed a branch off a tree, landed on him, pinned him to the ground for an hour. <laughs> Someone in our family, I won't name who, became convinced that people from the Middle East who had moved in next door and had installed a satellite dish on the roof of their house had done it not so that they could receive programs, but so that it would deliberately interfere with my relative's Channel 3 reception. <laughs> and there was a feud for weeks over that. Council ordinances were mentioned. It's probably body bags were out. Was she right? <laughs> of course she was. <laughs> I wasn't going to argue. Her and the voices in her head were Absolutely correct. <laughs> they had a consensus. <laughs> All the voices in her really? head achieved consensus. Well, that's how you know you're right. These people have moved here from the other side of the world just to interfere. To steal my reception. <laughs> by only one channel, Channel 3 Reception. <laughs> this is in New Zealand. It's an elaborate plot, but uh, it's oh, working for them. So I could Petty so be related to the Withnells. Yeah, you could be right. The Withnells or the Withnells? <laughs> well, exactly. There's a new version of Withnell and yeah, I ready to go. Is. With a foul-mouthed Uncle Monty sending texts <laughs> about body bags. Uh, we want to hear about petty feuds. Mm. The pettier, the better. Oh, man, so many. So I'm trying to out-tough... Mm. 
a friend of mine. Yeah. And I say, oh, I'm so tough. You know, when I was a kid, I was a, I was a bomber, and mm. you know, I had the keppers and the hats oh, backwards. Did you? I had the LA Kings uh, baseball cap that yeah. was that had a metal plate on the front of it that oh. said LA Kings, Bobby Brown style. That's hardcore. Yeah, hardcore. New edition. <laughs> New edition. <laughs> and how did this lead to a feud? Well, he, you know, we're trying to out tough each other. Okay. Until she said, "Really? Well, I've been in the police lineup." When I was at university, the best way to make money was either to take the drugs, you know, to take the old medical experiments, yes. or go into a police lineup. She went along one day, and she was standing in the lineup, and I said, oh, could you tell who the criminal was? She said, yeah, it was really easy. I said, why? Because she looked like a right slag. <laughs> I said, were well, you right? She goes, doesn't matter if I was right. Yep. Point is, she looked like one. And there you go. There's the feud. There it is. <laughs> Charged okay. execution are all rolled into one. I'm sure there's way more petty feuds going on in your family. Make it petty. Yeah, real petty. Real small time. Come on, Marcelin. Surely you're feuding with someone on the stand-up comedy circuit. That's where the <laughs> best petty feuds always happen. I've got a bit of toe-to-toe action happening. No, I mean, I, I love everyone. Yeah. And I, I get along extremely well with my yeah. family. Uh, although, you know, when you're a little kid, there's a lot of stuff going on when yeah. you've got an older sister. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, you want to wear her clothes. Yeah. She <laughs> wants to wear them. Yeah, that kind of thing. <laughs> Look, okay, we can go way pettier than this. Call us up. Tell us about your petty feud. One triple three five three. Oh, yes. That's Third Eye Blind, the semi-charmed life. Um, Let's get this around the nation. Uh, footballers, why should they have all the fun? Mm. You know, why should they have all the petty, embarrassing public feud fun? <laughs> Let's find out who else is having a now, petty can feud. Now, say first time that thank you to everyone who called. A lot of this stuff we can put to air. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> This happened yesterday. We were talking about, you know, rental problems. <laughs> wow. We seem to be getting steadily more AM <laughs> as the days go so, by. So, Lee, how are you? Uh, Tim. Oh, Tim, sorry. How are you? <laughs> Lee was deemed unfit. Hello, Tim. How are you? Uh, Tim's got nothing to say. Oh, Tim. Hello. Hey, Tim, what's up? Him oh, g'day, mate. Oh, I've got a feud. Yeah, what's, what's oh, happening? I had a feud uh, a few years back. Um... One of my mates had a bad habit of cracking onto all the chicks I like. Yeah. So one night I kicked in his taillight. Um, you win, basically. <laughs> and did it escalate from there? Sorry? Did it escalate? Um, no, it didn't. He didn't know at the time. I only told him about six months ago. Oh, how did that go? Uh, it didn't go too well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can I say, Tim... What a mature way to deal with the situation. Congratulations. And <laughs> you, you. And the other thing is you've left yourself some room because you didn't kick all his taillights in. Yeah. No, there's still a couple more to go. That's what yeah. I mean. It's a warning. And if he keeps at it, there's three more to, there's three more to go. Oh, he does it again. He's dead. I'm, I'm actually engaged now, so. Oh, there you go. Well, oh, well. <laughs> let's escalate to text messaging, shall we? Uh, thank you, Tim. Hello, Lee now. Is it Lee? Yeah. Uh, Lee, how are you? Oh. Oh dear! Yay, the Lee. boys have stepped in. Lee, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Good, thank you. What has what happened? Okay, I got married in Las Vegas, and I didn't want to change my name over to my married name. Mm. Um, is the married I... name funny? Is is, is is his last name funny or? or, or... No, no. Oh, okay. I just couldn't be bothered doing it. Yeah, yeah. what a and hassle. As you do, you know. I was in Las Vegas. I didn't want to be really committed. Anyway, so... <laughs> yes, I got married in Las Vegas. Our, uh, our marriage certificate is written in pencil, <laughs> and that is not a joke. <laughs> um, yeah, ours was dodgy. As it was by Elvis. It was really cool. Yeah. Anyway, um, so I didn't change my name, and then my sister tells my mum that um, I didn't change my name because I'm up to, like, fraudulent activities. And, oh. <laughs> and she's convinced. And, you know, my mum's, like, getting on the phone saying, so, you know, are you up to anything, Lee? And I'm like, no, I just couldn't be bothered doing it. So now me and my sister actually don't talk at all. Really? Oh. Not even via obscene text messages? Not even. I hope you got health insurance. Right. <laughs> and so why would your sister say that you've, uh, you know, you're up to fraudulent activities? <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Lovely censoring of yourself. You know well, what? Where, where do you think it started, though? Oh, oh she's, she's gone. gone. Oh, she's gone. Okay. Well, so. Lee, send her the body bag full of flowers <laughs> as a peace offering. Hi, Tony. How are you? Hello, Tony. Hello, Ed. How are you? You're really Hello, good, Ed. sir. To what's happening? Oh, can I just say thanks for the uh, the uh, CD you sent me last year? Oh, was it a legal download? Oh, yes, it was. Did I actually send it? You did. Great. Yeah, and you didn't open the box and find the Nickelback album inside like <laughs> we do with one in every 20? No, it wasn't you. No, I found my own radio station by adding it to my iPod. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Good now, idea. Talk us through it, sir. What's happened? Uh, my mother has had a lifelong feud with every charity in existence, and I never understood why. Mm-hmm. I never understood why she didn't want to give money to the charity. And it was only a couple of years ago that she uh, kind of fessed up the reason. Yeah. It was... Um, 
when she was a, a, a small child, her aunt gave away a house in inheritance to uh, the Red Cross instead of giving it to the family. It was for, you know, a big fancy house in, in yeah. Sydney would have been worth the equivalent of a couple of million dollars now. And since that, never ever given any money to any charity. Really? Wow, not just the Red Cross, all charities must all suffer. Charities. She figures that they owe her, don't they? Doesn't yeah. she? Yeah, she's, she's, she's carrying that grudge. Yeah. Red Cross got me about 20, 30 years ago, so I'm taking oh, you down on those special kitties. And you know what kind of... <laughs> And the Red Cross is chucking big parties in that house now. You know, it's nothing but all-night swingers parties with that Red Cross. She's absolutely right, Tony. Thank you for the call, sir. Uh, hello. Oh, we got No, we don't have any time. Hi, Jeff. How are you? I'm, I'm well. Talk us through it. Guys, it's a simmering feud between me and the uh, kayakers on Narrabeen Lake. Oh, yeah. What's going on? It's, it's, it's escalating. Well, I'm a fisherman, mm. and we'll anchor up in the channel. I've been told by the old blokes who kayak I shouldn't fish in the channel. Mm. But, um, no, it came to a boiling point last week. I threw pilchards at them. <laughs> oh. They used me as a mark. <laughs> Has anyone ever been charged with uh, hurling pilchards at kayakers? I, I don't I'm know. Not I sure. think in many states that's illegal. <laughs> no, yeah, no, there's still a festival they do, though. Are you, is this going to escalate? Will you be moving on to bigger fish? I, I threw the warning out last week. I said, guys, look, I'm fed up. I'm going to fill condoms up with bright orange paint. They're coming next. Oh, wow. wow. You know you what? Could, you could see me charged in the papers. And, uh, <laughs> and then you'll make it on the show again. Uh, but, Jeff, can I say once again, what a mature response. <laughs> I, I know. It's pretty horrible. <laughs> is, is it hard? I reckon it'd be quite hard to get an accurate uh, sort of throw with a condom no, full of bright orange paint. when these guys are only 15, 20 feet away from you. Oh, so I, you can, so so I'm so, predicting okay. a ugly houseboat horror style ending to that feud. <laughs> You'll bar out. Good luck to everyone uh, involved in a petty and ridiculous feud, <laughs> especially if you're in my family and listening to this. I love that he's, he's standing around, Jeff's standing around going, Kayakers, I'll get you. All right, then. Aha, pilchets. <laughs> Treat them like seals. They'll hate that. Uh, we've got someone who I'm sure has been involved in a feud. I know for a fact he's been in a feud with the ABC. Uh, he's nodding. It's Craig Eagle. Get this. Australia's hottest text chat. Brought to you by Gary from Wari Yalik, the man who claims to have dug up Red Simons for Australia's Got Talent. Because I can if I don't because I wanna Oh, it's the end of the week Be ignored by the step and the board Because I'm gonna Doesn't that feel good? Uh-huh. It's a weekend approaching It's the second hour of Get This And oh, look, Craig Eagle's here uh, Oh, morning, hey, Craig Afternoon hey, Morning, morning It is afternoon It is afternoon We're Tony, running late Ed, Lavender <laughs> Hello, Lavender Lavender, lavender Richard's And you're wearing lavender. a shirt as well now Beautiful Yes. Now, how can we help you today? Well, can I start by saying, I don't know whether you guys are aware or not, but uh, you are just two mentions away from breaking the all-time record for uses of the word dildo in one hour of commercial radio. <laughs> kidding. I did a dildo count on the way in, really? and uh, it just needs two. So, Tony, just give us one. A dildo? Uh, Ed? Uh, uh, a dildo. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you very much. The record, of course, previously held by John Burgess. <laughs> Take that, Burjo! <laughs> Baby John Dildo. Uh, we have got... I should point out those mentions were news-related. They weren't gratuitous. No. It was a dildo in the news. It wasn't a plug. Nah. You know, it wasn't a plug. So to speak. Yeah. It was in a jockey's pants, in yeah. case you've just joined us. Yes. He was trying to run some sort of uh, drug-testing scam. Some dildo urine scam. Uh-huh. We tackled. And we've all done that. And we've got more jockey news this hour. Oh, yeah. so much oh, more yeah. jockey news. Jockeys oh, yeah. and children. Oh, yeah. You have to be below a certain height to be <laughs> talked about on this hour of Get This. Yeah, thank you very much. That's Queen. Another one bites the dust. It's the second hour of Get This on Triple M. Good afternoon, Adelaide, Brisbane, Melbourne, Sydney. Alphabetical, you notice, so no one feels left out. <laughs> Who's joined? Myself, Richard Mars, and then Cavalier. It's Craig Eagle. Comedian yeah. Craig Another round Eagle. of applause. Yeah. Everyone gets That's two. Round. Yeah. Doubling your rounds of fake applause. That's more than you would have got when you were at the ABC. Oh, you were feuding with them, weren't you? Uh, Still are. That show, Eagle and Evans, it nearly got shown here. Nearly got shown. That is so close. (laughs) Nearly got shown. It's on DVD, though. Well worth a look. Yes. Uh, Are you unhappy today? I'm a little tired. Tired? A little tired. Up at 5 a.m. this morning. What were you doing? Paper run? Uh, No. Packing the house up. Uh Packing the house. Moving. moving, Moving the family. Moving all the house. Hong Kong. 
We're moving to Hong Kong. You're moving to Hong Kong. Moving to Hong Kong. What are you I've doing just, there? Well, I've just scored a very lucrative deal with the Hong Kong Racing Club. Oh, thank you. Because apparently I meet most of the criteria. I'm a short ass who loves cash. Yeah. <laughs> for those who haven't heard, uh, Melbourne Melbourne Cup winning jockey Chris Munts has been jailed for two and a half Jeez. years right. for taking uh, taking bribes and giving away information regarding uh, regarding races. Is that frowned upon now? Apparently so. Right. Particularly in Hong Kong. What I did love last night on Nightline when they were breaking the story was uh, a question from, uh, I believe, Michael Usher to the Hong Kong correspondent. And the uh, question went, do you think given the fact that all the jockeys in Hong Kong are pretty much aware that their phones are tapped, was he just stupid? (laughs) And the reply being, I think so. (laughs) Now, I want to see that line of questioning applied to a lot more news stories. (laughs) Given that the victim died as a result of numerous steak bites trying to break the world record for sleeping in a glass case filled full of cobras, was he just stupid? (laughs) stupid. I think so. I think he was ambitious. (laughs) Yeah, certainly ambitious, yes. Well, there's obviously a lot of uh, jockey stupidity going on out there because you would have heard about the story from up north. (laughs) The jockey with a dildo full of somebody else's urine oh yeah hidden in his pants and trying to do the old hey, uh, with null and I style uh, hey, urine mate, test mate come here for a second what just just piss into this dildo for a second <laughs> why shut up just do it come on you did it last week come on bro <laughs> it was funny come on but as we were saying why would a jockey be taking drugs anyway what you know what, what can you, what is a performance enhancing mm. substance for a jockey aside from platform shoes <laughs> Well, maybe he wanted to sort of get more of a, a horsey kind of look. If the drugs were that good and the roids were that good, and often they use horse tranquilizers, yeah. maybe he wanted to have his little hands turn into hooves. Oh, that's oh, a good yeah. idea. Like the horse. Yeah. You were saying off here that, that uh, perhaps he's trying to slim down, yeah. Could be which means down. that he's being tested for nutritionally balanced shakes. <laughs> <laughs> Too much protein and caramel flavours. You're done. You're done, fella. So much uh, stupid crime. Did you have? A, you had another stupid crime story, didn't you, uh, Craig? I did, I did. Uh, Story in the paper today. Go into uh, your files there. Relating relating to uh, a search um, of Phillip Island for yep. the um, uh, the victim of a murder in two thousand and three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the uh, the story reads, and I quote: um, Well done. Well, <laughs> thank you very much. Found it just in time. Beautifully filled as you flick the through. The story reads, and I quote: uh, He was last seen at a hotel mm-hmm. where he was arguing with people about money he owed. Uh. Police police haven't been able to establish a motive for the killing. <laughs> Now, I'm not Mr. Every, I know everything about police murder investigation. No. But maybe start talking to those blokes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The money thing might be pertinent. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> Give what? us the money or we're going to kill you. Oh, look. We've he was been... then so- seen talking to some gangsters. Yeah. Mouthing off to some gangsters. <laughs> he then had to go at some loose tigers. <laughs> yeah, I think the clue is that he was weighed down with bling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's early days. It's still March. Uh, who is going to be our stupid criminal of the year? Last year, who did we like last year the cardboard mask bandit in Adelaide genius pretty good. Yeah. never heard from again we no. were saying we were also Craig and I were talking off air about how I don't think you go out mm. with you don't make the cardboard mask and then say right crime day no one will ever spot me I yeah. think it's yeah. in an act that you, you're there you're going to rob the 7-Eleven mm. you know you want some chiquitos you notice that they've got security cameras so you yeah. look around improvise exactly a tyre that's not going to cover the face yeah no. Well, old, if, you, if you time it right, they've just unpacked some stuff and put it on the shelves. So there's a box handy. That's great. <laughs> so you go in there, yeah. Chiquito box on your head. Yeah. yeah. Well, Get away with it. That's last year's champion. I'm thinking uh, jockey with dildo the down pants. That's <laughs> our leading criminal. I mean, of there the year. is going to have to be some serious dildo work between now <laughs> and December to knock that guy off his perch. That record, Burjo's record, is never going to be touched because we, we're up to about 26. Yeah. 26 dildo. Oh, 27. Yeah. Plenty more stupid crime to come on. Get this. When we come back, the driver of a dodgy car in Rotorua is in deep trouble. See, that was well timed. It's here somewhere. Thank you. <laughs> the John Butler Trio. Funky tonight, this afternoon. Here we get this. Craig Eagle has joined us. We were just talking about stupid crime. Big time crime. Oh, this was in the papers yesterday. Did you guys see this? Police have paraded a staggering 11 million bucks in cash and an armory of weapons, including a gold-plated pistol, seized in raids this week. Did you see that footage? I did. uh, James Bond, man with the golden gun (laughs) style. And that's something I want to see. Criminals adopting more James Bond-style killing methods. Oh, that'd be good. Hey, boys, what should we do with the uh, police informer, Smithy? Uh, You know, pop a cap in his ass? No. No, no, no. don't be silly. Throw him in the uh, the pond with the big angry shark. That's why we bought it. That's a good idea. <laughs> if that doesn't work, get out the golden gun laser beam thing. Oh, the golden gun. Did you try and make a golden gun when you were a kid? No. Because in the movie, it was made from a packet of cigarettes. 
What? And a cigarette lighter. Really? And a pen. Isn't that the yeah. scene? Christopher Lee, I'll oh, just yeah. uh, join up these several gold objects and... Hey! <laughs> Pants oh, down, Mr. Bond. Yeah. It's the only good bit in the film, if I remember. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a James Bond film that ended not with a spectacular action sequence, but... Uh, a bit of a sort of stroll through the Hall of Mirrors, if and I remember. And if you missed him shooting, you just hope he smokes the cigarettes and just gets cancer to death. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> uh, you know, there's so much going on that we haven't got to this week. Listen to these big stories, Ed. Uh, Israeli Defence Minister Amir Peretz has been ridiculed after newspapers ran pictures of him inspecting troops through binoculars with the lens caps on. Oh. The pictures show Mr Peretz nodding sagely <laughs> as the Chief of Staff <laughs> explains what he's seeing. Nighttime activities, mm. presumably. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, it's a lot darker through the binoculars, but that's standard, is it? Oh, they're very good at camouflage, sir. Uh, you can hardly see them. Uh, kids, we want to talk about kids today. You've got kids, haven't you? I have two. I, right. I, 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 every time I appear, I always say hello to the boys. Oh, do you My want two to beautiful that? sons, uh, Charles, five, yep. and Benjamin, three. Um, and they'll be listening now. They'll be listening now. Big so, uh, boys, hello. And Charlie, as I said to you this morning, light the matches away from the body. Away <laughs> from the body. Like I showed you. And Ben, stop crying and hit him back like I showed you as well. Yeah. Now, we're going to get to uh, what the kids are up to soon, but have you guys heard about this parents are trying to enroll unborn children in a desperate attempt to score a place at uh, the nation's most exclusive mm. private schools what makes a private school exclusive because i went to the uh you know i went to public schools mm. all the way through my schooling career, him, career. Career. so what makes a private school exclusive is because it has it costs a lot yeah. well how does it because i always understand like the exclusive private school of Canberra in sydney it's like what makes it exclusive like it only has two students oh that there we go exclusive. very exclusive <laughs> expensive velvet rope outside all the classes yes <laughs> not in those shoes mate <laughs> well people are trying to get into them like 20 years in advance now they're enrolling their unborn children you should do this rich yeah i'll have a go yeah, <laughs> when am I having children? Well, you were going to have children for the show this year. Oh, remember? that's right. So okay, that, yeah, that was so my that somebody would have nappy changing stories. That's come on, get challenge. on it, Rich. <laughs> the slacker. I'll try and panel that sometime soon. <laughs> Some exclusive schools are already booked up to uh, the year two thousand and twenty-one as a result Whoa. of this practice. Expectant mothers are taking their ultrasounds around to schools to prove they're having a baby in an attempt to get on the waiting list. So the headmaster sitting there looking at the ultrasound, going, "Yeah, it'll be good." Yeah, I'm seeing a footballer there. <laughs> is that what's going on? Have you got ultrasounds it, of your as-yet-unborn children? I do. I, I, I do. Um, uh, we actually uh, were one of the first in Melbourne, I believe, to get the 3D ultrasound. Oh, really? Which was very spooky. Do you have Down to at the, the IMAX. Do you need the glasses on? Oh, yeah, yeah. They give you the glasses. And you can take them home as well. <laughs> right. And uh, when, when we had ours, uh, we, we, we did want to find out the sex, because that's the big thing. You know, Do you find out the sex? Do you not find out the yeah, sex? Yeah, and we, didn't, we, we wanted to know with our second uh, son. Um, but while the guy was actually doing the examination, was doing a fair bit of, and just get baby to move his head. Oh, his and went, head. Whoops. Oh. And we kind of went, did you realise that you just said his? And he went, oh. did I? Did I? Oh. Uh, a lot of people, you know, get very cranky with that, and some have sued. Sued? Right. Yep, some have sued, apparently. Just going, I'm not happy with that. We didn't want to find out. Now we've just got to go, all right, everything needs to be pink. <laughs> oh dear! Okay. Thanks a lot. I'll just move his or her yeah. head. Yeah. 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 Are you serious? A three D ultrasound? A three D ultrasound? It's wow. great. It's and great. Just, just go and get one for fun. And is the un unborn baby just for no reason batting a ping pong ball <laughs> at the lens <laughs> for ages? Have you ever seen that film, House of Wax? Yeah. Are we getting back onto films again? Yes, we are. Okay, just briefly. Don't panic, everybody. House of Wax. The original or the yeah. Paris Hilton version? <laughs> Not the Paris Hilton wax version. I saw that recently. Yeah. It's excellent. Very waxy. Excellent. Uh, the original, interestingly enough, directed by a man with one eye. Whoa. Andre de Toth never got to see it in 3D. The most famous 3D film of all time. Isn't that mm, interesting? That is almost interesting. <laughs> <laughs> There's a scene in that film where for three minutes, it's just a guy with a ping pong bat and a ball <laughs> on the end just batting it at the camera. <laughs> should have been longer. For three should minutes. Been, should have been eight minutes. The story just stops. They, some people are running. There's a chase. They're running into the wax museum and suddenly they stop and the guy just does that to the camera for three minutes. Would have been great in cinemas in 1953 or whatever. Mm -hmm. Now, the three most baffling minutes of television you've ever seen. <laughs> it's there. I swear to you it's there. Did they not do that in the Paris Hilton one? No. No. There, there was have... some ping pong work, but it certainly wasn't that. <laughs>
Get your glasses on. Uh, The kiddies, we're not finished with them. We're going to talk about them next on Get This. Get This. It's gone to the next level and just, it's terrible. Brought to you by Rob Q, the man who challenged Tony to play skirmish at his Bucks party. I'm telling you, that Tony is a big fat wuss. And if I ever track him down, there'll be more trouble than a Lance Whitnell text message. Allegedly. It's this. It's on Triple M around the nation. Craig Eagle is with us. Is a nutritional, nutritious option for dinner. Is it? Is that what our show is now? That's what it is. Wow, that's going to help things. (laughs) I'm full. Just before we came back on here, someone said, uh, "What was Wilson Phillips' big single?" And you couldn't even get like a steel trap in the gap before Marsden goes. Hold on. So he knows the Wilson Phillips. How did it go, bro? I'm sorry about the uh, Frankie Goes to Hollywood thing. No. Nothing. We've got this big rock trivia bout with Alan Bro happening on Tuesday, Craig. I heard. I heard. I'll be listening. Nothing about anything except Wilson Phillips and pavement. (laughs) You can take him. You can take him, Rich. You can take him. You reckon? Yeah. Okay. Send in your really hard rock trivia questions. Go to the Get This website. How are you on rap? Early rap? I can do early rap. quite good, aren't you? A little bit of early rap, but Mm. yeah, no, Bro is in the crosshairs. Can't wait for it. <laughs> it's going to be a smackdown. Uh, I just mentioned. <laughs> such a shock People have been calling it. us. Oh, Kim says that the Hi, jockey Kim. in Queensland, mm. right, yeah. that got sprung with a dildo in his pants giving a urine <clears throat> sample, yeah. she claims he got caught because it was a black dildo. Oh, oh and he was not a black jockey. Now, I'm. Uh, to them. I thought you might. <laughs> So he's, he's trying I to thought, pass himself off as some kind of top deck kind I, of arrangement. <laughs> oh, yeah, Shaft-style jockey. <laughs> and Craig has emailed to say I, the, the, the thing he was using is called the Wizenator. Yes. Now, I'm on the Wizenator's website, Tone, yeah, and I can tell you that the uh, the Wizenator comes in a, 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 a rainbow of colours, mm. white, tan, Latino, brown, and black. So, if so it's his own fault. If you're hiding yeah. it in your pants, try and get one near... To the colour of your actual yeah. skin. Yeah. And, and crystals are used in the Wizenator as opposed to using real urine. No, oh, yeah. You know how they make the crystals? It's just crushed up rock candy from like, urinals. <laughs> oh, no. That's the key. What a good job that must be. <laughs> uh, we want to hear about kids getting younger. No, no, no. Getting older. Kids are getting younger? No, no. <laughs> Apparently. No, it's it's a new syndrome. Kids growing older, younger. K-G-O-Y. Is this marketing yeah. speak, well, though? I mean, marketing it, speak. Is this white-shoed, spiky-haired, igniting, yeah. in, ideas igniter talk? Yeah. yeah. Well, fetuses are going to school these days. Uh, <laughs> I mean, certainly yeah, it's getting yeah, out yeah. of control. Yeah. Well, yeah. there's a lot of it about, and the reason is mobile phone marketers. Oh, yes. Yeah. The kiddies can get onto the phones now as young as six. They're what? called tweens. Kids aged between 6 to 13, it's a whole new market for the mobile phone, for the Xbox, for the car, hmm. for whatever you want to sell. <laughs> Kids getting older, younger. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of other stuff there I won't read out. Oh, dear. Yeah, there's lots going on. <laughs> well, my, my kids my kids are, are only five and three. Yep. They're not into the, uh, you know, the commercial world just yet, hmm. but it is noticeable the fact that they are maturing socially. Right. That there's an awareness to them in, in my kids that is is odd. There's an ad on television for an energy drink at the moment. Yep. And uh, the ad ends with a very busty young lady mm. sort of, you know, being very lurid toward the man who's just drunk the energy drink. And that was mm-hmm. the day. And my five-year-old turned around smiling and said, Mummy should do that to Daddy. And I said, too right she should, son. <laughs> too right she should. But I, I, you, I'd be concerned if that's what my kid was, like, hoping for as dinner entertainment. <laughs> well... Well, you're not living in my house. No, fair I'm, but is this going it's on? Quite a show. Yeah. It's a great show. <laughs> See, none of us have kids, Craig. It's so good you're here. Yeah. We have no examples of KGOY. How do you make kids not want to be cool? That's the thing. Yeah. When I was a kid, I had no. I didn't want to be cool at all. Mm. I didn't want to have friends, <laughs> which was lucky because yeah. I didn't have any. Uh, you know, all I wanted was to have a stick and to wander around the backyard with no wow, shoes on, wow. living in a cardboard box, yeah. which I did for a few days, Tone. <laughs> I did. lived in a cardboard box outside. It was awesome. Yeah, so, so I did that one. How do I make... Did you? Yeah. A couple of uh, relatives have been moved into a cardboard box for a few months. Very <laughs> successful. It was quiet. <laughs> so how do you make them not want, like, fancy clothes and stuff? Well, I just dress my children in rags. <laughs> That's... That's the easy way to Good do Good rags? Oh, not great. I mean, I have washed the car with them, but... Shammies. Shammies. It's good in the rain and the dry. Um, and they go off to kinder and everyone calls them little jungle boy. <laughs> <laughs> little lap lap. 
flapping around on the swing. But uh, I'm guessing the kids wouldn't boy. be happy with a stick the way Ed Cavalli was these stick days. Stick in the back pocket. It needs to be a Bluetooth stick <laughs> of some kind. <laughs> What's going on out there? What are your kids up to? Mm. Call us. Tell us about it. One wow. triple three five three. Oh, so crazy. That's Seal here again. In his uh, Frankie Goes to Hollywood face. That's right. <laughs> Very Frankie Goes. Very On Frankie. Triple M, that's Craig Eagle. He's with us. Hey, He's Craig. got hey. kids. I have. What are the kids For up the to? For the moment, anyway. Uh, well, <laughs> by the end of the show, all that may have changed. Uh, let's find out what's going on in the uh, world of the young folk. Uh, hello, John. Yeah, hello, guys. How are you? What happened? Uh, we were sitting around having a fish and chip dinner one night, and my then six-year-old nephew said that fish and chips were better than sex. Oh, fish and chips are better than sex. <laughs> Did what, he th- what, what was the fish, John? What kind of fish? Was it just flake or oh, was it a nice whiting? Just, no, nah, just standard flake. Oh, nice. Did he then uh, light up a pipe and sort of saunter out? <laughs> No. No, I don't think he did. <laughs> okay. And the next question, did he, has he ever actually interrupted you and your wife uh, to actually have something to reference okay. it to? Uh, uh, he's interrupted us eating fish and chips before. There you ah, go. That's very good. And do you think he just heard that phrase on the TV? Is that what it was about? Oh, he may have been repeating something that I may or may not have said. Ah, uh, uh, Your Honour. Yeah. There's your first problem, allegedly. Something yeah. in the Hanna-Barbera cartoons. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Peter. How are you? Yeah, how are you, fellas? Good, thank you. What's going on? Um, I've got three daughters, but I'm surviving. That's all right. Good work. When my oldest one was five years old, yeah. she refused to leave the house in tracksuit pants because it wasn't fashionable. That oh, is not an Australian. Good girl. An Australian. And, and the two-year-old is now following suit and won't leave the house in tracksuit pants. Oh. oh. These people. Molly So, what, so <laughs> what is, is it? Is it, uh, is it sort of designer jeans all around then? Well, designer everything with the kids. Osh, kosh, bagosh, spree. where else can you go with this? Is that right? But you'd be quite happy with leaving the house in tracksuit pants? Oh, well, that's all I've got left to wear. Yeah. Can't afford anything for me. <laughs> and they don't look at your example and go, how cool is Dad in those trackies? <laughs> nah. nah, it doesn't work. Nah, it doesn't work. <laughs> all right, well, um, yeah. Any advice at See, all? this is where I fall over, Peter, because I, I, I don't think I've ever actually met a six-year-old. I don't think I've ever Can met they talk? anyone who's had, got a problem with wearing tracksuit pants. Yeah. I've just never heard of it before. Six, oh, radio six-year-olds can talk and stuff, yeah? yeah. yeah. Yes, they can. Okay, yes. good. All right. Thank you, Peter. Hi, Fiona. How are you? No? Oh, no, Fiona. No. Hi. Oh, hi, Fiona. How are you? What happened? What's going on at your place? Oh, dear. Oh. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, you're right. I don't know what's happening here. You're juggling here. another radio program, aren't you? <laughs> no. You're no. talking to Alan Jones at the same time. Oh, I only wish. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> what are your kids up to? Um, I haven't got kids, but my mum used to make us buy our own cool clothes. Uh-huh. What do you mean? Really? So well, with we your... have to go get a job. Oh, yeah, I was... went through that. Yeah. Was she forcing you to buy your own cool clothes just because you'd make bad choices and look funny? Ah, uh, well, I hope not. Which uh, which which path did you go down? Did you go down the try and look cool, or did you go down the kind of I don't care what I wear, you know, because it's all, I'm I'm a person, not a brand. What did you go for? She's dropped out. Oh, That's Fiona, it. she's, she's juggling a third show. Sorry. Somehow she's talking to the spoon man. Uh, I don't know how this is happening? Hello there. How are you? This. Oh, who's this? Terry, are you there? Yeah, good thanks. What are your kids doing? Well, it's actually about my niece. I used to babysit my niece when she was a lot younger. She's 13 now, but um, she goes shopping everywhere with me, of course. And we were out one day, I don't know, somewhere, and she wanted something. I said, no, I've got no money today. Show me. So I showed her the wallet, and she pointed at the wallet. She said, you've got cards. Oh, oh there's a girl who's onto it. A three-year-old who knows how a credit card works. Well, they're giving them to cats. Yeah, so. I might say everything Christmas, you know. So I thought that was so cute. you got plastic, love. Use it. Uh, that's... Uh, <laughs> What a what a is that cute? That's not cute, is it? <laughs> no, I guess that's. Are, are cute. your kids uh, across the whole credit system, Craig? Oh, very. Uh, uh, children's toys. Uh, yeah. You know the, the old classic. You know, little uh, you know fruit shop kind of mm, thing. Yeah. You get a little plastic credit card with it. Oh. Do you? Oh yeah. And then can the game be repossessed? <laughs> can that happen? <laughs> that's what they need. Get them started early. Can Who's we, going can next? Can we go to Phil, please? Yeah. Okay. Phil, are you there? Hey, Phil, how are you? Very well, thank you. How are you? Good. What happened? 
uh, Christmas Day, a kid that's sitting around uh, opening Christmas with all the family around, about 30 or 40 people. Two-year-old gets her first Christmas present, opens it up, looks at it and announces to everybody, F me dead. F me dead. <laughs> oh, that's every household at Christmas, surely. Is that because she'd be given F me dead Barbie? or? <laughs> Her last name isn't Whitnell by any chance, is it? So, so on top of that, we said to her, look, sweetheart, you can't be saying those sort of things. She gets no. the second Christmas present, looks at it and goes, oh, shit. Oh, no, look, F me dead is unacceptable. Uh, F me rigid is, of course, the ones that you want to hear the kitty say. Have we got time for one more caller? Yeah, you pick, Rich. Uh... Go okay. on. Just, just thinking about the context of the last caller. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I don't think any of those. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, okay. Hi, Steve. Okay. How are you? Bit blue. Steve, are you there? <laughs> yes, I'm here. What Give happened? us your story, buddy. <laughs> it was an absolute cracker. Um, my, my youngest daughter, well, my only daughter, she's about nine at the time. Yep. She was blueing with her brother at a party, and there was a whole stack of our friends and family friends around. And she's turned around and she's going, I hate all of you men. And then she's turned around to all the adults and she said, that's why when I grow up, I'm going to be a lesbian. <laughs> you got to have dreams. you got to have dreams. <laughs> and, and, and has she? How old is she now? No, she's 13 and I think she's starting to work out what boys are for. Ah, <laughs> thank God. God bless her cotton socks. Steve. <laughs> you go, thank well. you for calling us from a hang glider as well, Steve. <laughs> Loving it to talk to you. <laughs> Uh, thanks very much to everyone who called. That was great. Yeah, good, that's a good. People actually ring for that topic. Yeah, good callers, <laughs> kids. Uh, there's yeah. more to come. Here, get this. Hey. Have a nice day. Go on, on do yourself Jovi. a favour. Have a nice day. Go on. Craig Eagle is with us and yep. get this on Triple M. Are you impressed by the work of our panel operator Richard Marsland? He's outstanding. He is way. outstanding. Yep. He's the best in the business. Mm, a plus. The other day we put him to the Richard Marsland midweek test. Do you remember that? Yeah. And we had him pushing as many buttons as he could in three minutes. We've had a lot of requests to replay what happened. Mm. From who? (laughs) Well, from someone called uh, Juvie. It was the person I got an email from. I got one from Ryan. I don't know if his name is Juvie or he's just a bit Juvie. (laughs) Because it does get a bit Juvie halfway through. I should point that out. Uh, here we go. This is how the action unfolded two days ago on Get This. Uh, yes, uh, Get This. Uh, my film that nobody else likes is Ice Castles. Uh, that was Monday's show, Mr. Howard. Today we're talking nuclear power. Oh. Uh, is it true you knew about this bid to build a new reactor by a consortium uh, of local businessmen? Uh, of course. Uh, Crazy John told me about the idea months uh, ago. Uh, sorry, Crazy John is involved? Yes, uh, Crazy John's Discount Energy Warehouse brain-snapping nuclear bargains, clean, green, and completely insane. Nice sound effect, Mr Howard. Uh, Mr Rudd, your comments? If the Prime Minister wants to be hairy-chested about nuclear energy, then perhaps... Yep, we've heard that one. Uh, Rodney Rood, your view. (laughs) Mr Howard, how many reactors are we talking about in total? No, no, not Toto, Richard. I quite like that song. Uh, And I'd like to request Ed Cavalier's Nights in White Satin. Nights in White Satin. Mr Howard, I think we're getting off the subject. If this keeps up, we'll never... Never reach the end. Yep, yeah, so... If the Prime Minister wants to be hairy-chested about the moody blues... I wasn't talking to you, Mr Rudd. Nearly cocked it up there, Richard. Sure did. (laughs) Why do you keep playing that laugh? Is it because Rodney's on his... Frog sack. ...tour? Because he is on his... Frog sack. ...tour? Anyway, getting back to Mr Howard, who's certainly not on a... Frog sack. ...tour... Very good, Richard. <laughs> if Mr. Rude wants to be hairy-chested about... Now shut up, Rudd. You're not on a... Frog sack. ...tour. Who's to say whether I am or not? It's Rodney Rudd. <laughs> I'm sorry. This this interview's completely off course. Mr. Howard, are you gearing up for a... Frog sack. Sorry, a, a showdown with Maxine McHugh? I'll take whoever the ABC can throw at me. Maxine, Ian Parmander, B2... Rub pole with a bailey, right. whoever they right. want. Can I just play some comments you made in a recent interview on this program? Uh, it's not one of those sketches, is it? They are, as Alexander Downer likes to say... Puro. <laughs> 
good one, Richard. No, no, this is the clip here. Yeah, I hear you've uh, had some pretty wild parties at the lodge. There have been allegations about Tony, human rights abuses. No, Tony, that is a ludicrous caricature of my voice. Oh, I'm not going to respond to that. Mr Rudd. If the Prime Minister... Yes, thank you. That's clearly a case of... Hot cow! Frank Butcher from EastEnders. You've got no right to just barge in here. I have every right. Oh, really? Why is that? I love you, you balmy old horse. I see. Uh, David Bowie, your thoughts on nuclear power? It is the NAS. Or maybe it's not. I don't think it is the NAS. Although Gavin Wood from Houseboat Horror says... Magnificent, you'll bar up. Hinder, your thoughts? That wasn't the answer I was expecting. So you're saying now you're qualified to you tell me? David Dickinson from Bargain Hunt has joined us. Are <laughs> oh, you just playing anything now? Uh, this is I'm a... paying money. What are you doing? The yellow belly black oh, come on. What? Richard, I... Richard, I don't think the computer can handle... Absolute bollocks. Everybody, How good get is this? Too much. Well done. You can crash the computer too hard. Beautifully done. Let's have some music. We'll wind up that show. This show, it's called Get This, or maybe it's Get That, at Triple M. <laughs> oh, time for us to go. What a wonderful Friday show it's been. Yeah. Uh, jockeys, dildos, Craig Eagle, we've had everything. So happy. Everything. Uh, Craig, just quickly, some news of Dancing with the Stars in America. What's going on? Uh, the good news is uh, Heather Mills yep. uh, has uh, joined the team. That's true. It's great. not a joke. Fantastic quote from her in the paper today. Uh, it's very unlikely my league is going to fly off, although it would be quite funny. <laughs> of course it would be funny. If I was a producer of that show, week one, Foxtrot. <laughs> week two, Irish dancing. <laughs> week three, the can-can. <laughs> Let's get that leg off, Heather. <laughs> Maybe a bit of break dancing to boot at home. And Vincent Pastore, big pussy. From yeah. The Sopranos, oh. we were talking about he was in it, dropped out after a week from exhaustion at the training. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't see that coming. Surprising. Uh, thank you, Craig, for coming in. Pleasure, it's guys. the end of the week, thank so we you, must sir. thank our producer, Nikki Hamilton, Bang. pushing the buttons, Richard Marsley on the pots and pans, Matt Dow, Cecilia on the phones, everyone Freak who it. continues to call in and email us, the button Love pushers and knob jockeys around the network, hey. Ed Cavalier, too much fun as always. Tony Martin, the best. And I think the key phrase today was something you said, Ed, something oh, about uh, F me dead Barbie, I think. <laughs> Yeah. We'll be back on Monday with comedian Geraldine Hickey. And it's all thanks to as yet nobody. Go and see Scott Pollard if you're in Brisbane, uh, in Melbourne tonight. Bar open. Scott Pollard. Frog sack.